It's a daily talk show, episode 601. We're out of the studio and we're in Narry Warren, mm-hmm. your old stomping ground, yeah, Josh. We are. Told us some great stories along the way, which I won't bring up. Could involve Krispy Kremes. No, that would, <laughs> that would be different. To uh, that, we are in uh, what I would describe as a very red room. We're at Venture IP, Angelo. Welcome. Welcome. I like, I like that. Angelo. Yeah. the last name. The last name. I like that. I just like, it's just Madonna. I just want one name. It's <laughs> just Angelo. I mean, you've got a jacket. You've, this is your office here. This is this your is HQ. Yes. Um, it's a, I mean, you've got, this is what I love. Like, um, not ornaments, but like sentimental things in your office. So you've got a scooter behind us. You've got two versions. You've got an electric and a... And an old a Vespa. Vespa. Yeah, I've got a Tesla, so I'm making the transition. Okay, <laughs> from good. like yeah. petrol to electric. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, but what is this in the corner? Out, out, out. It's a oh. bath gown or some kind of <laughs> gown on a mannequin, which I'm... I can I can put it on if you like. Uh, no, it's. <laughs> Oh, this is this is a story from. Mm. It's actually. It's probably gonna. I, I made it sound better than what it is now. God, it's gonna be disappointment. <laughs> I. I'm known for being really quite level-headed and Sorry, calm. If, the sh- how, if the story's shit house, you got to put it on. Okay, put it, all right, fine. <laughs> you can judge that. With nothing? Or like, yeah, exactly. Do you want me to leave yeah, my clothes yeah. on? Like, yeah. 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 I'll leave that yeah. up to you. Exclusive to the Facebook all right. group. All right, okay. yeah. all right, all right. Uh, and we, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about constantly doing renovations to this place. So when we were building the area that you saw earlier, which had the, you know, the common area where the, the fish bowl is, what we call and we had the doors open because the builders are coming in and out, in and out, in and out. And we had a bunch of people just turn up like a row, like 10 and then it became 15 that were like literally congering through our office just for on a tour of, the, of our office, self, self-appointed tour. <laughs> and I was out in the kitchen having lunch and it was, it was about one o'clock and, and people were around and someone came up to me and goes, who, who the hell are these people? And I said, I don't know. So I went over to, to our, our Buddha who was like talking to them and I said, oh, Ben, are they, who, who are these? He goes, oh, these are some people from upstairs. They just wanted to see the space. So they just walked in. So that's fantastic. But you can all get out, out, out of the office <laughs> and like herded them out of the office. And it was now tokenized. So I got a jacket made that it. says out, 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 out. That's sequin. We've actually, that's we, a, there's a joke with a client that we had that did the exact same out, thing. It's to compliment my uh, clearly level-headed nature. <laughs> I love it. Um, and yeah, I, I herded them out. There was a the footage from the security system that like got made into like a 15, I can probably find like a 10 second snippet of me just herding people out, out of the building. Out, out. Yeah. I love it. You don't have to put it on, but no, I want a photo, oh, good. I want a photo with you in it at the end. <laughs> Um, having a business that does web hosting, how do you describe to the average person what web hosting is? It's a, I'm the average guy here. <laughs> yeah, Tommy wants to know. It's, yeah, it's, it's essentially a place where all your website lives um, and we serve it, I suppose. So I'm trying to describe web hosting without the words web or hosting <laughs> in the description. I got a description the other day that was like, it's where websites get hosted. I'm like, yeah, you just repeated what it is. <laughs> like, that's so not a true. description. Uh, so essentially website files, to get mm-hmm. complex, sit on a server in the cloud. Um, and when you request that from your browser at home on your internet, you request it from the, from the cloud, from the mm-hmm. servers and pull it down to your computer. The web hosting part is the storage on the cloud and then the serving of that content to the end user. Mm-hmm. So that's web hosting. And that was not a grandma. Your grandmother would have fallen asleep from that <laughs> description. Um, but yeah, that is web hosting in yeah. a nutshell. There's a lot, a lot. That's very simplistic. But. I f- um, so this is, I feel like, some kind of candy land for Josh. Mm. Like, I don't think... If- I was annoying you before with all the questions I was asking. Well, there's a lot of questions, but it's because you're in your element. It's um, It's... It's very tech heavy, mm-hmm. which let's explain how we even have got to be here. 
Well, yeah, so we had a, uh, we were with a web host that was in the US. We had issues with our, uh, it turns out that it was, what, self-managed? Was it self-managed? Sense? Yeah, we had a, we had an instance and we just self-managed okay. it yeah. and installed it. And it turns out that uh, I was like, oh, well, 97's got it all covered. We're fine. He's, he's managing it. And then one day we decided to, uh, he's like, oh, there's updates. Should I run <laughs> the updates? I was like, yeah, sure. You can run the updates. And so he runs the updates and our whole site goes down and he starts sort of sweating and oh, wow. goes, oh, it's not working. And he's like tr- speaking to, trying to speak to support of this company, yeah. this American company, not having any luck at all. And it turns out I'm like, so like, what's the learning here? It's like, well, we shouldn't self-manage. We should have someone manage it for us. And so then we're like, okay, let's go local. Let's find who, who can we do it so we can actually pick up the phone. Yeah. When you know we shit the bed, when you click update, how do we avoid 97 clicking update? You don't let him have a computer, that's the key. Yeah, I think that's the takeaway. Don't let him click update, he wiped the whole entire site. That's crazy. We lost it all, but then somehow he got it back. Yeah, so we worked at we we were able to you know find a um a backup or whatever, but yeah, I mean, talking about the backup or sorry, the um the update thing, 97 is the type of guy to walk in the morning and check if there's a Mac OS update to buy himself about 45 minutes of extra time. <laughs> the other day, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, man, I've still got 40 minutes. <laughs> That's right. exactly. you, I did the exact same thing walking into meetings. Like, oh, I clicked update. I'm sorry. I can't, I, just, I, can't, I can't do this now. And so I didn't realize the importance of having something like hosting yeah. local. Is, is that a big thing that you've noticed that people coming to Venture IP? Yeah, that's, that's I don't want to make this like a, a sales pitch. It's, yeah. it's, you know, I'm not a sales person. I, we, the differentiating factor between us and some of the, the other players in the market is that it's 100% Australian, apart from your data being in Australia on Australian servers. <clears throat> oh, no, well, the servers that here exist in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, your actual support, your infrastructure, your team that you rely on um, that you, well, when something goes wrong, is all in Australia. Mm-hmm. So you pick up the phone 24 hours a day. There's someone here in Melbourne, actually, just literally a couple of door, a couple of walls behind here that you'll speak to. Um, and that's the differentiating factor is that people don't realize. I mean, hosting with an overseas provider who's a couple of dollars a month or, you know, hundreds of dollars a month and it's overseas is all good and well until something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And when something goes wrong, that's a true test of your provider and the ability to, to for your provider to respond. So... That's where we differentiate. I mean, a lot of our, a lot of the customers that come to us and a lot of the stuff that we learn in, from the market is that people don't really know that they need a new provider or that we kind of really exist as an alternate until they need it. Um, which is really like, it, it's, it's so simple to think about, but people don't realize, like you don't realize it's, I don't want to use the term a utility because mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's anything of that scale. But you turn the power on, you turn the light switch on, it, it comes on. Mm-hmm. You don't think about your power. You mm-hmm. don't think about the, the infrastructure. You don't think about the retail company supplying it. It works. But when something goes wrong, then you think about it all. And you're like, what can I do to, exactly as you said, to mitigate this from happening again? Mm-hmm. And that's where we where our differentiator is, is the fact that we are that when you need when you need us we're here and you don't really know that you need us if you're not with us until you need that sounds really but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah until yeah. you need us yeah. um so yeah that that's that's it and that's the, the biggest thing that we find and that's the biggest thing and that's the the, the thing that makes me happy i mean obviously businesses are in it uh, want to make money and that's the 
the premise of business, but primarily it's about offering Australians and offering because we we focus primarily ninety nine point nine percent on Australia. It's about offering Australians a choice that is still local, supporting mm. local businesses, supporting local people in in the southeast suburbs of Melbourne, uh, as in the people who are working here, um, and then supporting people who and giving them an option and you know an option that that everything else is outsourced, everything else is overseas. You know, you buy you'd be surprised at how many people don't know that these are large. I don't want to specifically say their name. I think their color's green. Um, and they used to be NASCAR sponsors. They do huge Super Bowl ads, uh, which is should give it away. But a lot of people don't realize that they get it. I didn't get it. Yeah, didn't you, get it. Yeah, you, you were mentioning them in, in the car, the, the hot sauce guys. Yeah, oh, that's, that's probably a better way. That's probably better. Yes, and that's the thing. It's it's all about their the hot elf, sauce, the, the Raymer. Yeah, Raymer. A lot of people don't realise that that they actually all their support is not in Australia. None of their support's in Australia. I think they have a team a small team in Australia. Um, they have some Australian operations, but they're an overseas company primarily. And a lot of people don't realise that. And it's you know, kudos to them and their clever marketing because what's more Australian than Raymar? Um but yeah, a lot of people don't realise that. And and for the most part I, I don't I don't I'm not I don't want to badmouth it because mm-hmm. this industry is so small in the sense that there's a handful of providers that everyone kind of knows everyone um, so I don't want to badmouth anyone but and and say that their the support's shocking but you don't really know until something goes wrong like you click yeah, the update yeah. button or until your hosting goes down or until your emails goes down and you need to contact support and that's a true test of the provider and a lot of people don't realize that there, there is a dwindling number of Australian businesses that are based in Australia with Australian operations that still do this. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we stand for and that's what we are. So that's why, that's why after 11, whatever we are, 11 and a half years old now, that's why we, I stay, well, not necessarily me, but that's why I'm staying in this business. That's why we're staying here. That's why we haven't sold to mm-hmm. a to one of the overseas companies mm-hmm. because, because that happens that's a lot, right? Like happens it happens so much. Yeah, uh, there was a, yeah and I, I won't say the name. But uh, one that I was with that was Victorian based, and then they sold, and it, cha- it did change slightly. It does. It, does. It, it it's it might not be an instant change, and that's the thing. We've done acquisitions before, and and I've seen. I've been in this industry this is my whole life. Um, yeah. So you're 29. 29. 11. So how many years? How old were you when you started? When did you? We my, the company? my my story in coming into this is like literally I fell into this space. Uh, I used to work part time for a another web hosting provider when I was 15, 16, um, doing support. And that's where I met Shane, who's now, who's my business partner in, in building Ventra. Um, and he was a general manager of that company at the time. And I worked alongside him and I thought, holy crap, I love like this industry. I kind of had a website I dabbled in online. I dabbled in, you know, the, the whole reselling space and I had a website for, actually, I, funny you said a podcast. I used to, edit podcasts and host them but never produce them um, so I used to host them and I used to host them with a provider overseas exactly the same story uh-huh. with an overseas provider and then I found a, a local provider um, engaged in their community because they had a great forum community they were based in Melbourne um, and the speeds blew me out of the water like the speeds of uploading the files I was like holy crap like what why was I dealing with this so I fell in love with the with the whole idea of it then I then fell in love with the company that I was hosting with um, and their, their mantra. And then I was kind of like the fanboy and they put a job ad up and I think I was in high school at this stage and I was like, I can't do a PA job. I, I go to high school full time. So I was kind of like dabbling around. Then I applied for a tech support job and it was full time. And I said, no, I can't do full time. I want to, I got to do part time or casual. And I don't know, I must have either. Apparently I, I <laughs> Shane reckons that the first time I came into the interview and he's still, Shane's still, 
active now. We're both still active in this business. He reckons the first time I came into the office, I was like, I had bathed in cologne. I was like this 15-year-old rocking up, caught the tram, like bathed in cologne. Uh, so I might have made an impact. Uh, either that or I like fried his brain cells enough that he was like, you know what? We'll hire you. Um, and, then I, and then I fell in love from there and, and continued to grow the business and we continued to work together. And, and I remember working, we had school holidays and I'd worked for the company now for a couple of months and we had school holidays and I worked literally every day the school holidays full time and I said I don't care what you have to do I think I was in year 10 or year 11 at this stage I said I don't care what you have to do I love this and this is what I want to do so I don't want to I don't want to do school I'm like, yeah, something's better than school. Yeah. So I said, so I said, all right, we'll find a way to make it work. And a business management traineeship was born. Um, and that was a big, a big change for like big European background, family, mum's a teacher, um, family of teachers. And to go, you know what? I don't want to finish my VCE. I'm going to go and pathway into IT. And this is how I'm going to do it. What, what year did you leave school? Year 11. Half, I've, I'll, 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 I'll wrap the story. But yeah, eventually went back and finished. Um, which is a good encouragement. Like I would encourage anyone to like follow your passion and dream, but do something. But VC is like, you don't realize at the time, but it's it's so important. The uni side can mm-hmm. can, can park. And mm-hmm. depends what you want to do. I wouldn't go to a heart surgeon that hasn't got a qualification. But you know, I just, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I've been working 25 years. I mean, yeah. I've been working. I, got, it's, I went to TAFE. I can cut you open. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, yeah, I, you underestimate at the time how important it is, and then afterwards, it, it's so. Anyway. What's the What's the important bit though? So, Mister Ninety Seven, the reason he's got that nickname, he got a ninety seven enter score. I got, I think, like in my forty something. Tommy never finished. I oh, left year eleven. Uh, I thought we we thought we could have had some reliability <laughs> yeah. right now, but you went back <laughs> and finished. It's very <laughs> nice. I look, I went back and finished. You would kill it now. You'd be great Mate, at I'd be great at year 12. Yeah. I, you know, I think, I wish they would teach, I wish they would teach you more practical skills. I don't mm-hmm. know what education's like these days. Yeah. Like I, I'm so disconnected. I see news articles and, and I see like what's going on in schools. I'm like, I wonder what it would be like to go back to school now mm-hmm. or like relive your, your VCE as, but you get to keep your knowledge. Like you get to keep everything now. You get to go back in time. Everything you've learned, you get to keep. Yeah. And go I think back about that all the time. I would yeah. like yeah. absolutely kill it. I don't know, I'd probably be a devil. The thing is, it's like, why wasn't I used, like, you'd use Trello, you'd have yeah. it all dialed in, like, Done. I couldn't even work out how to use a planner, <laughs> the whole planner thing. And yes. so, did you actually get an enter score then? I did, when no, you, I did. When I went back, I, uh-huh. I did, I did. I went uh-huh. and enter, I was uh, 79, uh-huh. 79. I mean, then it's 79. I actually got told, because anyway, so I'll, I'll, I'll wrap the story. So, that company ended up selling... Um, to a to another company um, that was based in Australia still, so we went from a team of like five people at at the first provider to a team of forty, and it was a big change for a sixteen year old at this stage. They were based in Canberra. Um, only three of us moved to Canberra. I relocated. Was the world of promises. I was this naive sixteen year old. I was like, yes, this is a world of dreams. This is fantastic. Fireworks. Yeah, like everything. Um, <laughs> they make porn in Canberra. There's yeah. a bunch of stuff in Canberra. Anyway, license. Could have yeah. got my license. Yeah. License. It's a weird. Sorry, just those three things that we mentioned. Weird that Canberra let it all happen. Um, George, yeah, is from yeah, George is from Canberra. He's here. I'm sorry yeah. for. I'm sorry <laughs> <to hear that. laughs> anyway, it's just weird. It's just weird. And it's so you actually relocated. Yeah. What was your family saying when you were like, "I'm gonna do this"? Well, I'd already said I didn't want to finish school, and mm-hmm. I'd been doing that for like six months mm-hmm. and, and working full time. So I think like the bandaid had already been torn off at that uh-huh. point. Um, it was a big change. I was the first like, I mean, I'd, I. I say it now. If I, if I if I lived closer to home, I would love to go back and live at home. Like mm-hmm. have my laundry done. I don't want an adult anymore. I want to just go back and be a kid and just do nothing. Um, 
No, that was a, it was a big change. It was a big change. They were really supportive. Um, I used to fly back every every weekend, um, and I was there for about three months, three four months, and and the business management side of things that because I was doing a diploma at the time, kind of changed a little bit. That was no longer included. I was reshuffled and <clears throat> the, the, pardon me, <clears throat> it had just, it just wasn't, the vibe wasn't the same. And I said, no, no, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to be miserable, miserable, but I don't want to be upset. I'm still young. I want to go back while I can. And I said, I'm done with IT. I'm so far done with IT. Um, was it a support role that you were doing? Like what was, was the actual role? I was brought in as with the, with the promise of, uh, brand management and moving towards like BDM side mm-hmm. and sales, but I was being funneled through support, mm-hmm. through back to support, and I say back to support, and I don't want to be an elitist, but like I we'd worked at at the other company for so long, and I had slowly transitioned. I was still doing support, like as a team of five, everyone's doing support, but we I transitioned more into the brand management, the community engagement side, to then get thrown back to a company now forty that has a lot more processes and structures in place, and say now you're just on the help desk. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a bit. Like, mm. oh, but I want it, you know, this is, I was working for something yeah, more. You, just, you were dealing with more. people like Mr. 97 calling, <laughs> saying, help me. <laughs> no, and it, it's not that I don't, I'm happy to, I, I love doing support now. Like if you yeah. call us they're, they're on an off chance, I'm not, I'm very much not allowed to, but uh, I get told off, but I um, I love answering calls. Like I yeah. answer calls now. Is like it because you're, are you really good at the support? Oh yeah, I'm fantastic. <laughs> no, not a chance. I am so rusty and that's what you learn from doing, coming and doing support like, after like not doing it yeah. every day, mm. you learn you're so rusty. I'm like, yeah. you w- what error? I'm like, what? <laughs> Which C panel like, are you using? What is a C panel? <laughs> What's a window? Um, so I'm rusty. So I'm like, it's just the the only thing that I'm I, I would say I would give credit to that that I might have is a bit more of the impact. Actually, no, I can't even say that. I'm not empathetic. <laughs> I said I'm irrational. It's all right. I've already thrown that one out. Um, Do you think you need to have worked in all areas of the business to oh, as a founder? Oh yeah. Oh how? Oh yeah. I would say that. I would say that anyone to to in any leadership position would need to work in all mm. aspects of a business to understand it. Mm. You've got to understand. I mean, you you to manage people in a business that is that is multifaceted and has multiple departments. You need to understand every core aspect of the business. The only way to really get a grasp of that is to work through every part of the business. So I've been been blessed in the sense that we started when we started Ventra. It was literally three of us, four of us, and we had to do everything. And I've always done, and I've always been used to doing everything. And that's been the biggest, um, the hardest part to kind of learn as we've grown from a company of four to now a company of sixty is to let go and to delegate and mm. I'm still a control freak and I still am like, no, 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 I want to do it. I want to do everything. I want to be in control of everything. I want to be operational. Um, that's been the biggest challenge because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I come from that background of being so hands-on that it is so difficult to then go and be more holistic and not so much hands-on. Still a challenge at 60 people? Yeah. And so I think that- as how, for me, is in a challenge Yeah, for, for you yeah, personally. Yeah, because yeah, I think that sort of, if there's three of you and then that sort of initial sort of level up in terms of how big the team is is that the hardest bit do you think to sort of grow out and expand the team from just being a couple of people there in your own heads you know each other really well and you know how everything works to then work out uh, how do we fucking get other people involved that's the that's been the biggest thing the biggest thing for me and I and I we have a great team of people that work for us but it's also the passion. It's so hard to find people who are so passionate, not even just about the hosting space, but passionate mm. about the business as a sense, which is why you, you walk around this office and it's so like relaxed and there's so many facilities. That, I don't want to say facilities. I'm trying to perks is the word I use. Yeah. So it's like the lunch, the, the breakfast, the, you know, the gym, the rec area and all that because it's about fostering a passion for the business and about fostering a, a true 
a true love for the business. That is the hardest part. That is the hardest part. And that's been the, the hardest part. To, as, you, as you start to grow, it's really hard and it gets difficult and more challenging to foster that and find that mm. in, in people. Um, so that's probably been the biggest, the biggest change in terms of it's gone from, from me necessarily, not to uh, loosely speaking, managing customers to managing people in, internally now. Well, it's a whole new task in itself. It's a new skill it's set you're needing yeah. to develop. You've spent all your time on the ground doing the thing and then you're like, now I've got to learn this whole other learn management. thing. Yeah, like learn to manage people. And that's the... And I've always, you know, I've always respected mentors in the industry and, and in industry and, and in business overall and, and looked at people. But it, I don't come from a... Apart from running a business, I don't have a, a, a business degree. I don't come from a finance background. I don't, you know, I don't have any of those, you know, those those... The, most of what we're doing, I'm already we're already doing all of that. It's just putting the words to it. So you've had to learn it on the job, is what I'm trying. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You you have to have learn learn it as you go. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part is, I know it sounds so so silly to say, fake it till you make it. But when you when you're speaking with someone about a you know a a grievance issue that you've never dealt with before, as a as a boss and as a manager and as an owner of a company that's managing a team of people. If you've never done that before and you've got no basis, you kind of have to, if to be consoling to someone, you have to convince them that you know what you're doing. And that is the the strangest part is kind of going, I really don't know what I'm doing. I've got to convince you that I know what I'm doing. And then in the back of my mind going, but am I doing the right thing? Mm. So that, that, yeah, that is definitely, it's a completely different task. And if you don't have a background in it or an education in it or, a, you know, any, any principles that kind of define it, it's, it's a lot of reading and it's a lot of learning. And it's a lot of mistakes. And so being in Canberra, three months in. Three months in. How do you make the decision to change paths? How do you how do you make the decision to like you've 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 moved there, you've told all your your mates, you've told your family, and now things are changing. Was that hard? That was probably the biggest thing. As you know, I had a lot of naysayers um, that would be like a, you know, this is a bad idea. Don't mm-hmm. do it. It's going to... And that was the biggest thing worrying about people going, oh, I told you so. You shouldn't have done it. <laughs> and a lot of my mates at that point, because it was probably the first when I left originally, it was this, I think it was the start of year 11. So a lot of my mates by that point had already finished. They were in year 12. We were already in, everyone was in year 12. And I knew that I wanted... I knew I had to go back to school because I had nothing out. I mean, I could have done other things, but primarily my parents were kind of like, and family was like, you should go back to school. You're not enjoying it. This this is really something that you know, as in school is a standard, as in it's mm. it's it's kind of the thing you fall back to. So I'd rather you go back to school than do nothing. Um, and I was a bit lost at the time. And I'm like, no, I don't want to ever work in IT again. I had, a, at the time, I still had a passion, still do have a passion for commercial radio. I love commercial radio. I studied commercial radio, never finished. Technically, my... Uh, my postgraduate in arts mm. um, at Swinburne, which no longer is run anymore, mm. so I can no longer finish it. Um, <laughs> thanks for that, Swinburne. Yeah. Um, on, Josh has a great relationship with Commercial Radio Australia. Well, I, I know you have a slide. No, we're all, we're all fine oh, now. Mates. We're all good. We, we both have a, a radio background, <laughs> a digital radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So I, I, I said, no, I'm done with IT. Mm-hmm. So I went and finished school. Um, I didn't really. I think Shane and, and everyone else who'd, who'd moved were slowly dwindling from the other company uh, and they moved back to Melbourne. Um, and essentially, I just got to the end of my year 12. I had to repeat year 11. So I went to a new school. I was like, no, I'm not going to do doing this with... with a, so I went, from a, I went from a Catholic all-boys school, St. Mm-hmm. Bernard's in, in Essendon, um, to Footscray City, which I think is now called... Uh, I think it merged with another school. And then Footscray. And... 
so I went from like a semi, I say semi private, but Catholic boys school to mm-hmm. like a public school. And it was a, that was just a mine. Like I was, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, and so I went back, I finished my, repeated my year 11, finished my year 12, or started to finish my year 12, got halfway through year 12. Um, and then Shane reaches out to me uh, and says, look, we're crazy enough to, to want to do this again. We want to, it was probably, I would say, to oversimplify it, it was probably born out of vendetta and je- not, not jealousy, but a vendetta to get back and go, you know what? Screw the company that, that bought us, that made, well, bought, didn't buy us, but bought them, promised us the world and didn't deliver. Mm. Screw them. We're going to beat them at their own game. Mm. We are going to be like Ninja Turtles, which yeah, Shane. Exactly, which is exactly Shane, yes. <laughs> he loves Ninja um, Turtles. Yeah. Can, I ju- can I just say, I walked past that office and I didn't see, all I could see was some Ninja Turtle stuff, TVs. And I said to Caitlin, is this the kids' room? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized Shane was in there. It's definitely the kids' room. It's and then I overcompensated by saying, my kids would ruin this room. But there's a lot of toys in Stuff. And I love Leonardo. What's his name? Leonardo, Raphael. Which is the purple one? Raphael. Yeah. Oh, now, now you put me in the tent. Now. <laughs> Let's, Let's go get Shane. Yeah, yeah, Shane. Raphael. Raphael. Really no, but he, what's, is he love Ninja Turtles, obviously? No, he doesn't, no. He was just browsing. He was on Pinterest. And goes, what can I decorate my office? It was Wish. No, he loves turtles. He does. He loves turtles. And so... Uh, he says, and and by the way, we're doing Fat Fridays. Can we get into yeah, the pies, please? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing so, Fat Fridays. So you're not doing Fat Fridays. <laughs> doing you're sad, you're sad doing Fridays. Sad, sad Veggie Fridays. Fridays. Veggie Fridays. No, I support it. I've been, I've been, I said to you before, I've been oh, yeah, that great. guy. I've um, sm- been smashing greens and trying you to get lean is, and meaty. Uh, 97. What, so uh, oh, Caitlin yes. gave us a list of how many pies? There's like oh, 40 pies. There were heaps on there. <laughs> Where are they from? They're from a local pie shop, uh-huh. actually in a down, or I say down the road in Packenham. Yeah, which um, you keep in business. Which, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I used to get pick up orders, and I think they still ask, "Where's Angelo? Like, how's Angelo?" <laughs> I don't pick up orders anymore. But <laughs> so, what do you get? How many, how many pies do you reckon got delivered today? Oh, 50, 60 or something. More. 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 Yeah. Because you can order two. You can order multiple. <laughs> you can order three, really. Really? Oh, we never got to. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, a local pie shop in Packenham in Lakeside. Yeah. Um, their name, uh, it's not Pie Minister. It used to be called Pie, pie and Mighty. Pie and Mighty. Lo- that's such a good okay. name. So yeah. this one, what have I got? You've got the Mexican one. Oh, this is great. Mexican that's, salsa that's sour cream pie. Yeah. It's good. And I'm uh, lactose intolerant. Really? Um, so it's, it's not good for okay, me. I was going to say, do you know Mexican Cantina down the road is my favourite Mexican establishment really but I thought that you would know it but if you don't I do know like it. It. I know I know it. Okay. Yeah, I know yeah, rebound court yeah I know where it is <laughs> <laughs> I did that community management back in the day it oh, was really yeah. I was such a fan that they just gave me a bunch of free food and I took photos and did their Facebook and, um, <laughs> it's not bad uh, Mace what have I got You've got the chicken palmer pie. Yeah. Here know, we go. I mean, right. th- what I like is that he's he's making up for the, taking our server down <laughs> yeah, by exactly. knowing the kind of pies that you and I no, would I like. I appreciate that. So, um, uh, and so what, what did George get, by the way? Mr. 97? Uh, give me a second. Oh, I think he's... Uh, I've got a chicken and avocado and then the other one... Bacon, bacon cheese and tomato. <laughs> Great. I mean, just, just quickly, should avocado be heated? It gets bitter. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a big question here at Ventura Pizza. Pineapple, pineapple should go on pizza. So <laughs> I just want to say that. That's your commercial radio yeah. <laughs> training. You <got laughs> week one. Yeah, week one. Pineapple um, on pizza. All right, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take a bite. Tell us more. You're a great storyteller. I reckon Thank you would you. be... I mean, I could imagine you doing radio. I didn't want yeah, to do yeah. on air. I really? wanted to do pro- production. Yeah. Well, oh, I actually wanted to do imaging. 
Imaging. is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Do you want to do the daily talk shows imaging? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be nice. You got any time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, like, long time since I've used Pro Tools or, okay, or Audition, but... Um, uh, it's like a bike, isn't it? Like yeah. you can just pick it up again. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I do. Just like CPAP. That is so good. Um, <laughs> chicken parma pie for yeah. the what win. What did you pick for me? <laughs> this, <laughs> tell me about yeah, this. so you got green. So you're doing some low carb thing. I'm which, doing, look, I'm try, look <laughs> you have this brand damaging any on camera? <laughs> that on camera? <laughs> it's, it's in a bowl, which I, I, I have a, a pet hate for bowls. But anyway. Really? Uh, what is that? What do you mean? I just don't like bowls. Really? How do you like eat um, ice cream? I don't. No, no, <laughs> really? No, oh, no, I do. Out, out of the um, out, out of the tub. The, yeah, out of the tub. <laughs> What's the, what is your issue with bowls? Seriously? Honestly, yeah, honestly, this yeah. is it's like yeah, uh, going that day. They don't stack the dish in the dishwasher really well. <laughs> That's like seriously my issue with bowls. That's a, oh, it's like, such annoying because you, you don't want to have to. Yeah. Three, so you take like three rungs where you could put plates, and then Mate. you can't stack them too closely because they shadow, mm. which is a term I don't yeah. know if you know. It's if dishes don't wash properly, they're covered by other dishes. It's shadowing. Passion of mine is dishwasher so stacking. Good. Well, I always um, just mate, thought I'm I was an idiot, that. but so bowls, they're not designed for dishwashers. No, you're not an idiot. Bowls okay. just don't, shouldn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. No. What about burrito bowls? No, nah, no. Nah, that's, that's low carb. That's low carb. You've got a kid. I just saw some photos. No, it's not my kid. It's my nephew. Oh, it is? Yes, it's my nephew. Mate, when you have, if, are you going to have kids? You I am going to have a kid. We are, yeah, we're, uh, yeah. it's not, not officially known, but we're in the process of a... Um, of uh, of a embryo creation and surrogacy Amazing. journey in America. I hate that word journey. Yeah. I'm so sick of like doing this like Kentucky tour with surrogacy <laughs> agencies in the states and and around the world. And they all talk about the journey. Yeah. If I have to hear that word again, I'm going to like throw something <laughs> out the window. Um, but yeah, we're in the process of that. Amazing. Um, we we want we're, bowls at the time yeah. that the kid comes. Be part. I want bowls. everything. Bowls. bowls. I want everything in a bowl for my kid. He can't do pl- plates. Are annoying for him. Yeah, I mean, it keeps on the sides. Sorry, I just had to give some bowl. I had to give bowls <laughs> some love. Do you have a, do you have a some dog? love. No, I've got. I've, got, I've had dogs, but I've three, got a pretty much old. a dog, a kid. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'm saying if you have a dog, then the place don't matter because if the food goes everywhere, the dog. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that is no true. I, I agree with it. I'm, I'm all for this. No, all right, Josh, no you take a bite. Right, I'm going to bite, it, but, but I want to also hear how you and Shane went. Up, the, the, how the vendetta went? The vendetta went. Well, it's gone. still But let's be honest. You don't need to eat at all during this because those greens. I reckon There's no just, calories in yeah, them, so I reckon just fast. Exactly. Yeah. So how so how old was Shane when he was um, like approaching you? Was it sort of weird having like a like a fairly older? Uh, so, okay. Now, now, so you insulted him with the Ninja Turtles. Now <laughs> yeah, you're insulting him. Didn't you the, say it was like forty or no, something? No, he's not forty. He's not. He's yeah. not nine years older than me. Okay. All so right. Sure. Okay. So the the thing that is when I was working, but he was more him, established than yeah, you he in was the more industry. Established. I think he, yeah, more established in the industry, more established as a per. Like I say, a mentor, and that's someone I look up. Like I look up to mm-hmm. him. He's not. It's only nine years, but he comes from a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of worldly experience. Um, nine years makes him thirty-eight. That's only two years off forty. I just want to defend my position of saying forty. I just rounded up. I, I, right, go on. I, don't, I don't care. I, I'm, I, okay, okay. I highlight the age quite often. <laughs> the age gap. I used to like. I used to hate the age, the whole age gap, but yeah. now I love it because yeah. like, I feel younger and, yeah. and better. I'm not even thirty yet. You're, like, you're in your thirties, and yeah. Um, it's all downhill, bro. It's all, yeah, that's what, that's what I've been told. So I'm looking forward to it. That's that's why I'm getting on the greens early and the bowls and the bowls. <laughs> Wow, what good content. Um, <laughs> thank God it was radio imaging, not radio production, or that would have been a disaster. Um, <laughs> so he rings me and, we, and, and he says, you want to do this again? And I was like... Absolutely know. not. I was like, absolutely not, never again. I said, you know what? He goes, I need someone I can trust. 
I need someone I can trust, someone I know I work well, someone who knows the industry. I need a, a right-hand man, someone to st- help this business and help grow this business. I know You know what you're doing. Still don't know <laughs> don't what I'm doing. See, fake it till you make it. You know what you're doing. You, you, you have a passion for it. You're good with customers. We, I, I, need, I need someone I can trust. Do you want to do this? And I said, yes, but I want to finish my... Because I was like literally towards the end of my year 12. I said, yeah, but I want to finish my year 12. He said, mm-hmm. fine. You can have the position. <laughs> this can be yours and you can and we can start the business. And like, I mean, he, they had been running, technically I say co-founder, but they, I think they were like six months when, when I started like officially, the six mm-hmm. months old business. Um, he said, you can come on and, and be a co-founder and, and whatnot, but you have to get over 80 on your inter. I've got 79. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Round it up, Shane. Come on. I was like, yeah. yeah. So oh, obviously I was like, I demand I just talked my way into it. I said, no, it was 80. And I, I think now, now he knows it was 79. It was all. So, anyway, so that, that happened. Um, and at the same time, it was it was still, it was, I don't want to say light work, it was a lot of work, but I was still had the passion in radio. And I said, I don't want to do what I did last time, and which is focus solely on one thing yeah. for it to, I want to put my, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. What did that dream look like, the radio dream? Where did, what was your ultimate employer? Ultimate employer, <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this. My ultimate employer at the time, yeah. they weren't SCA; they were just yeah. on stereo. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, was great. my ultimate employer okay, because I had a lot of respect for Matt Nicolick uh, okay. for oh, his yeah. imaging work. Blackout. So I wanted to, yeah, 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 yeah. So I wanted to work. Um, I wanted to work uh-huh. at Osterio. Yeah, great. Um, and they yeah, were he's, like, he's smashing it at Podcast One now. He yeah, does all this. Stuff. It's yeah, still yeah. at SCA. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Um, so, so that, that was my ultimate uh-huh. desire. Yeah. So I studied, so I was still studying, I say studying very loosely. I, I think if um, if Jim is watching from, from Swinburne was watching, he's like, you never like came to anything. <laughs> like, you can't, how do you say you were studying? You never like turned up to classes because uh, I was working and running yeah. a business. Yeah, yeah. Um, you still so got was, a hex debt? I paid it off. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I got there. Before you got the Vespa? Or? Uh, no, that's good. It's a celebration for the, for the hex debt. <laughs> Um, I was still withholding like my hex debt like because it was like I used to do I used to do I think I was doing payroll I had the wrong setting yeah. set oh, and no. then our accountant oh. was like oh, you get a huge tax refund I was like cool he's like he's like, but it's because you're withholding for hex he's like, I'm like it's good he goes no that's bogan economics you don't want that <laughs> it's, like, it's better in your pocket first rather than getting it at the end of the year um, so you say yeah. bogan economics I think it's bogan economy, economics yeah, 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 that makes that. a lot of sense, sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've done a lot of that my Uber Eats is a lot of bogan economics <laughs> yeah. that's what his phrase was I was like oh, yeah. I was like, well at least that way I don't spend the money I like get a surprise yeah, yeah. at the end of the year now I get, it, now yeah. I get a tax bill at the end of the year yeah, yeah. it's never exciting <laughs> um so yeah, so so I did pay the hex debt off. Um, so I was studying. I was using that term loosely and and um, working. And I got to the point where I literally had one more assignment to go at Swinburne, and it was the final. And it was a placement, and it was also regional placement. So I came to the point to surmise it was that it was either thanks Ventra, thanks for the the memories, and see you later. I'm going to pursue this commercial radio dream, or I'll put that on hold pause whatever and focus on Ventra because they I couldn't do both obviously. what was the regional so uh, Tommy worked at Shepparton he was an announcer it on wasn't Aaron. it wasn't it Shepparton was oh I, now you're testing my memory Dragon. it wasn't I think it might have been no it was a I think it was an Ace Network mm-hmm. station Warnable it might have been Warnable I think it might have been Ace, Ace, yeah, yeah, Ace yeah, yeah. yeah it was a it was a it was anyway, and I Good had choice, bro. Jo- I, I mean, mean great, like great choice though. Look, yeah, I mean, but re- also the amount of banter that we could have on a week, like between radio, IT. Yeah. This is 
I'm, I'm taking this. Yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah. No, no, no. Are you asking for a job? Yeah, no. <laughs> just no, I actually here. just want a banter, buddy. That's what I just like. Catch. Just, <laughs> I mean, you can record the podcast here anytime you want. It's fine. I won't. I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't break the lens again. But you can <laughs> guys can record anytime you want here. Have your pies. Oh, thank mate. you. Have you got to try, Jenny. You got to do it like. We don't do we do cooking we do cooking. Janine and, and Mal and Nat in the kitchen do um during the week, Monday to Thursday. Mm-hmm. But we always try to do a team di- team dinner. A team lunch where everyone's together on a Friday. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really work out that way because we've still got people answering calls and you know, this team's kind of split. Mm-hmm. And we've run out of space in the kitchen. <laughs> we can't have everyone together. Have to like set up a trestle table to have everyone sitting down. Um but it's important for us on a Friday. But we will eventually do a do the kitchen on a Friday. But my mm-hmm. point is you have to come in during the week and do oh, a great, fat yeah. during the weekday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. The cooked food. I'll yeah, be here Monday to Friday. Friday. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we yeah, yeah, can yeah, yeah. We can't get rid of him. Uh, but the studio, studio that yeah. you're setting up, if yeah. you know, like, we're, we're happy to lease <laughs> out of there. Um, and so you're at a crossroads. You have to decide between going regional and going down the path of radio or doing Ventra. Was it a, an easy decision? It wasn't. It wasn't an easy decision. Um it was it, I think it was the right decision mm-hmm. I, I love what I do I love what I do now I always think oh you know I'd be no, it'd be silly for me to say I don't think of what could have been mm-hmm. um, and I kind of got discouraged a lot from the whole regional and I mean maybe I'm an elitist but I'm kind of like <laughs> I don't want to do like I don't want to do the regional yeah. like, I don't, I don't are you a good employee do you think probably not it's not for, <laughs> it's, it's not for everyone probably though, not yeah. now like yeah. and I'm like I really like being my own boss mm-hmm. I don't yeah. really know if I could do and there's a couple of stints that I did in between as in while Ventra and studying and working somewhere else as well in IT in IT and I was like and I think that kind of came together to the to the ultimate decision was like I don't think I don't think I could work mm-hmm. for somebody yeah I really think I couldn't yeah, I couldn't. I don't take direction well. I really don't. <laughs> just all the set stuff, like flexibility, and just being able to sort of run your own race. You know, doing. You, I, I just love. I was the same when I was working, and so you had your structure. The closest thing was radio that you did sort of finish, and you could go off and do and mm-hmm. live a life. And but yeah, that was the closest. I, I'd I'd be a shit employee. It's different. It's look. It's got its it's got its benefits mm-hmm. in being a boss and having the flexibility. But it's also the fact that you could literally, I think, as an employee, go home, switch off, and you don't have to worry. That kind of is the the grass is greener on the other side. What like we always the, we always have this that like uh, what's the job you'd pick? I know it's probably Cliff you yeah. uh, in the radio space, but what's the job you pick when everything gets a bit pr- too much pressure and you're feeling a bit down? As someone who's founded a business and it's you know grown, what's the job that you would do? I, do you, I drive past a cop? And I'm like, I reckon I'd be a good cop. <laughs> I reckon yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that. I just I looked into it. Ten weeks and you'll leave. Not bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> really yeah, mate. <laughs> Actually, I get like okay, limited annual leave. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like, but you know that mindset. Like, 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 oh, what, what, what would I do with that? What would I do? I've never thought about that. Well, that's what good. Would I do. Yeah. I think I have time to think about that. No, I. I'm trying to think now. And he put me on the spot. What would I do? What would be the ideal job? I would. It's it's ironic. Like I say, I don't want to work in IT, but I probably my ideal job. I would love to spend maybe. Okay, can I spend a week, two weeks, maybe? Yeah, sure. Do I have to like take? I'd love to spend two weeks at Google. Oh yeah, yeah. In what department? I don't care. <laughs> I just want at Google.com. I just I want at Google.com address. <laughs> I think it's yeah, at staff.google.com. Do they do that? It's, 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 it's at Google.com. 
that is it Google? Oh, really? Yeah, okay, I'm so sorry. Well, let's just shoot out a random. <laughs> let's shoot out a random. <laughs> Stephanie at Google.com. Yeah, so they go, go to back, someone. You'll get someone. You'll get you someone. Or I reckon you will. Yeah. Yes, I reckon you'll get definitely. someone. Um, what's crazy is like I think about my parents and, and, you know, your family and the generations before them, the businesses that were in existence then, like mum and dad uh, creating a video production company and a podcast wasn't available to them oh, like yeah. it is for us today. This business that you're a part of, like for our parents, what was was this around? Like when did this hosting oh. and all the website stuff like to the accessibility that to it the is accessibility, today? It probably exploded. I would say accessibility wise, probably about it's getting more and more accessible mm-hmm. every day, like every every year, every day. Um, explosion wise, it was probably about twelve years ago. 12, 14 years ago. And that was it was primarily from the US market. I think it was that when GoDaddy was huge. And I think it was it mm. wasn't so much about the web hosting. And I think it's the the key is not to sell it as it's meant to be like a web package. GoDaddy were big on the domains um when they did their advertising in yeah. their huge, huge campaigns um back fifteen years ago. I think it was fifteen. Now I'm gonna have to check well, it was when like um, like the podcasting stuff even sort of yeah. started, like Dignation. I don't know if you remember, like those podcasts would always be advertising them. Yes, yes, correct. Yep, yeah. That was the explosion. I think it was mm-hmm. about getting a domain name mm. and about getting your, you know, your name.com or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of evolved from there. And, and I, I think it's going to happen again. And the next wave and re- reiteration of, you know, online is going to happen again. What it looks like, I don't know. Um, Social media is huge. Like, mm-hmm. I feel I feel old. You say thirty. I feel old. Like when people are talking about TikTok, and don't tell me you're on TikTok. As <laughs> tell well. me he's on TikTok. Yeah, no, he's I got his hat backwards. Of course, I he's got on a, TikTok. I got a. He went viral. You got a kid, so you got to learn how, what it is. So for <laughs> True. The, yeah, what do you think for the? What do you think like our kids and their kids? What the new thing? I mean, if we knew the answer, we'd probably be quite rich. But yeah. understanding what <laughs> will be the jobs that they have that weren't in our mind at this time. Space, something, yeah, something in space. Do you think hovering, hovercraft, some the hosting thing? Like I guess cloud, cloud. Like is right, cloud yeah. and hosting interchangeable? Like it feels like there was a separation, but now it's a little bit more sort of cloud one. was cloud. The, the term cloud is so undefined, and it's kind of going to be getting a little bit better and a little mm-hmm. bit more like integrated. You said, but it was so anything could be cloud, like anything web base could be cloud and that whole vision of, of cloud is is changing and I think the reason it's, you say it's integrating and kind of amalgamating together is because it's just becoming generally adopted as the word for the internet mm. is the cloud and you know anything that's not local is is the cloud mm-hmm. Apple did well jumping on I, to make iCloud well, at least it's better than mobile on the, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> own the branding of the word the cloud yeah which know, I think is a very consumer thing I mean like Amazon obviously with their AWS and yeah. all that sort of thing is is, like, is that the big Amazon Web Services? Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. Is that the uh, from a com- competition point of view with Ventra? Is that a consideration? Like, is that like the Amazons? Nah, no, 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 no. People say, oh, how do you how do you feel about the the you know the when when Google Cloud GCP launched mm-hmm. Google Cloud platform launched in Sydney, people are like, how do you feel about Google coming to Sydney? And it's I kind of think of it as a complementary service because mm-hmm. we. That is so bespoke in the sense that you can set up stuff so bespoke and so complex that it's not a commodity. 
Whereas fundamentally what, what Ventra, what Ventra P Australia sells is commodity and web and it's meant to be a web package. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to, I mean, in your, in your instance where you look at some of our products, there is some overlap to the cloud versus using us. The differentiator is that local business, local support, mm. et cetera, whatnot, local company, local, that you can, you, that, that's a selling point. But in terms of our actual bread and butter, our domain names and web hosting is mm-hmm. on a, is, it, it's a mm. parallel product to, yeah. to stuff that you can buy on GCP or AWS. Mm-hmm. Just um, for me to be relatable in tech talk time with it. you boys. Um, it's like a pie and a sausage roll. Very together. We were talking about WikiLeaks once and I then went on to WikiLeaks and then I saw something and it was like, um, where are the Amazon server locations? And then it was like yep. leaked information. Yep. And then I was in Google, I I'd pressed, pressed on this link and then I'm looking at this suburb outside of Sydney and it would, someone had leaked the exact location you of the Amazon. The yeah, I just went down that. Next minute I'm there and I was driving a Tesla. I didn't know how I got there. It'd been days. I was on drugs. No. And um, I broke in. No, but... Um, in terms of like <laughs> that's just there's no question <laughs> no 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 I was going to say score, though. <laughs> leaking the information about where a server location is somewhere on something like WikiLeaks for Amazon is that a big deal? It, it is a big deal because Amazon and AWS power a lot of a lot of critical infrastructure in terms of like government military banking um, so knowing it is kind of I mean it's it's part of the puzzle in terms of a you know orchestrating an attack to mm-hmm. yeah. to to hypothetical it. Well, I it's tried only, one. It didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> it's only part of it. There's a lot more complexities mm-hmm. in it because there is the distribution of data. But essentially, fundamentally, um, if you could hit all Amazon sites, as an example, Amazon, Google, whatever, or publish sites in one go, you would take down a big part of the internet. Doing that is virtually impossible. You've got more luck like going to the bottom of the ocean and cutting cutting fiber cables to mm. disconnect a country from the from the internet. You've got more like doing that than you do of simultaneously hitting all these sites. Sorry, quick pause. There is actually internet cables at the bottom of the ocean? Yes. Well, um, how do you think it works? What do you think Wi-Fi between <coughs> countries? Oh, it used to be I mean, Sorry, <laughs> wise guy. It's like most people wouldn't even understand that. Yeah. Yeah, think is. about the length of those cords underneath. Do sharks bite them? Yes, sharks what? bite them. Do they really? They do. They do. They snap. They so bite, who's they interested break. now? Oh yeah, no. I'm very <laughs> do you want? Do you want to own a shark? <laughs> um, yeah, who no, laid them? Who laid them? Um, different companies. Uh, the orig- original ones that were were laid that were connected to Australia was primarily laid by Telstra, mm-hmm. um, and now you've got private companies. There's some ASX listed companies. I know that um, TPG own a couple of cables. There's a Superloop own a couple of cables. They're laying them now. Pipe Network, which is all TPG. <laughs> Sorry, laying cables. Laying cables. <laughs> George, you got it. TBG are laying cables. Anyway, dropping the kids off to the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway, Uh, but it's a pretty interesting fact. Look, I it's it's interesting to think that they go all that way and like from the distance, think of like Australia to America. Mm -hmm. They go all that way and literally like what are they like two hundred milliseconds? to get from one end to the other with a beam of light because essentially it's all it is is a beam of light from one because it's mm. it's a fiber cable it's essentially light through a through a cable but the cable's like the fiber cable is like I could probably get got an example here but they're like super thin mm. but then these cables are like multiple strands of fiber and then bundled together with insulation and then weights so that cable's actually like this big like 
probably like this Thick. big, if not bigger. Um, and there's a couple of companies that do the the the, the laying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only I think there's only I, I mean this is out of my depth, so it's probably not the conference. I can give you. You want to have an interview with someone who lay, who does fiber <laughs> yeah. across cross country fiber laying? I'll get that for you. I'll organize that. Um, I would say that there is probably about three or four companies that primarily do it in terms of actually laying the contract the the, the fire the, the fiber itself. Yeah. They've got boats. They've got rolls of cable and there's repeaters on them um and then there's locator beacons so that when if there is a snap or a break or a shark bites it or it snags um and breaks they can then locate them and mm. rejoin them essentially Dude, I reckon, which happens which does happen i reckon majority of people that use the internet wouldn't understand that or never thought about It'd be a great documentary 100 percent. and so when we complain about <clears throat> you're our internet specialist uh, angela <laughs> thanks when um he's people not complain ISP, that, though. it's no, a different no, thing it's different <laughs> oh, he's not? no i'm not your ISP. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up <laughs> um when we talk about shit internet in australia like is it is it merit to that? Like we're backwards in our technology. Um, Elon Musk talking about how he could solve Australia's internet problem. With like sky, Skylink. I don't know. Just I, <laughs> I, I, without getting too in depth in into politics or anything, I think that the whole like the whole NBN debacle was great in 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 its inception, and then it just became a political handball, mm. uh, and that's where it all fell apart. Um, and there's a lot of interest in protecting a lot of Telstra's assets there, and I don't know. Like, there's a lot of like you could dole, you could fall into the rabbit hole. Of a lot of reading of it, but it's our internet is pretty pathetic and pretty poor. The other thing that you, is really difficult for people to grasp when they talk about it is the actual land mass of Australia. Like you talk, you go to Singapore and you get gigabit speeds. Like mm-hmm. it's, I, I remember I was there a couple of years ago and they were advertising um, Star Hub. I think it was advertising gigabit e- Ethernet for like forty dollars to your apartment. Bigger thing like Singapore is like this big. Like to lay to mm-hmm. lay fire around that country is pretty. I mean, grand aside from the political mm-hmm. government movement and whatnot that you've got to get through it's actually quite cost effective mm. to lay fiber across australia is really expensive really really expensive and, and a lot of investment it's what we should have done it's mm. what australia should have done is fiber everywhere um because it's future proof but yes the whole internet debacle the whole shit internet in australia comes from the fact that it was just a political handball and the fact that people just don't understand it mm. and people don't understand the benefits of having you know x technology over y technology and why you know x technology might cost three times more mm. but give you 10 times more life or 10 times more, more scalability in the future a lot of people don't see that and understand that and i think that's where it became a, a bit of a a, a political handball to, to 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 repeat it um but yeah it is it is in a state it's not i've never i'm fortunate enough to have never have been in living or um in in, how, in a house or maybe because I pick properties in that that have the infrastructure around but I, when people complain about really slow internet speed they've kind of been lucky where I kind of have mm. pick places to live or build um, that have good facil- good infrastructure and have like fibre to the building or fibre to the you know in this street here we've got a there's fibre here um, in this street that we we have that goes back it's a, it's a Telstra fibre it's owned by Telstra no one else can hop you have to go through Telstra to use it um, but it's in the street so it's something mm. that, that I think I've been I'm kind of like when I hear stories about people saying oh god my internet is so shit and MBN is so horrible I've kind of been like but it's fine for me but it's because I've <laughs> yeah. kind of picked those places yeah. that, that are I mean that are it's good. amazing like the, the if there was no internet there's no Ventra IP right is that the there's a lot of there's, there's yeah, no there's, a, there's no podcast there's, there's no, no podcast yeah. like there's no distribution like, could, you imagine the, could you imagine the having no internet like going to like a realm where the, I think there's a show about this going to a realm is where Black there's Black Mirror talking yeah, about I it Black I, Mirror. I think it's Black I think it's Black Mirror um, going to like a, a realm where the internet is just turned off mm. Mm. 
How would we survive? Majority of businesses. Like, think about yeah. all, even organizing of logistics for transport of food. What about I mean, all, like, uh, software? Like, dude. Yeah. I mean, aside from the fact that your credit cards would stop working and yeah. everything else, like, would stop working. So, you, <laughs> yeah. it would be a cash economy. Like, but we could still call the ca- support team. They're 24 <laughs> hours around. <laughs> yeah. Just not on the door. Can't get Just, in because the door, the, the building's not connected to any security system because it's all disconnected. Yeah. The internet doesn't exist anymore, which is kind of like. Highlights the, the the dependence on the on the internet that we've come to kind of grow accustomed to and got mm. and grow used to, which is why it's so important that a we get the infrastructure right, but we also get policy development right. Um, so there's a lot a lot of people don't realise what's going on a lot in in policy development, even on the internet as a whole, on domain names, on on legislation, um, worldwide, and it's a, and it's kind of like. The, the internet and technology has evolved so quickly, which is always the case. And the legal system and, um, yeah, I suppose, like, to, to think about the Christchurch, what mm-hmm. happened with Christchurch and Facebook and the live streaming of all that. Mm-hmm. Like, that evolved. The internet has evolved so so quickly that policy development is mm-hmm. so far behind and lagging so far behind. And I'm trying to think of a particular word and it escapes me at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it's so far behind. And it's about now we need to, as a internet community uh, worldwide we need to make sure that our policy that we develop is not just a knee-jerk reaction it's actually a policy that's sustainable and not just a re- knee-jerk reaction to to flash horrible mm. social happenings in the world mm. well i think um, so, yeah, it's what, what about, like, think about like this is all the complexities when you you hop on your internet you hop on your you hop on your computer go to your you know your, your porn hub or whatever you yeah, 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 and yeah, go and use your internet, go to your <laughs> gmail uh <laughs> go use your email and your internet you don't think about all this stuff in the back in the background that's going on yeah from the technical it'd layout. be a real head fuck if you did every time you went on to porn you hub, have to think about like the like to. it's going through the fiber right now like <laughs> it's yeah. pretty outrageous isn't uh, it i mean you really that'd be a real turn on yeah for the right the um where you look at the congress getting together for the facebook uh conversation or like the privacy things that went down with facebook yeah they're all late 70s and having they look so confused about what is even facebook mm. well how's it all work like we, and so it's not a dig at their age no, no, it's, no, a di- no. it's a it's a different generation of an understanding because i don't get it and i'm 30 and you know grown up with the internet and so the point around policy how's it being formed by people that have no understanding of what it even does or is well that's it there's no simple answer it's being formed by te- both technical experts and people who have interests in policy development but there's also a lot of a lot of opinions and there's also a lot of you know a political i don't want to say political interest but a lot of interests that mm. people want to protect but the scary thing to think about is i mean i know that that russia and china are working on their own you know their own that they've got a lot of um concerns with policy development of the internet and controlling internet and and whatnot but the scary part to think about is as a society we use a browser that mm-hmm. well, primarily that is a Google browser. We are so reliant on Facebook. That's mm. what we should be scared of. Mm. We shouldn't be scared of the 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 policy. We should be scared of companies of U.S. companies. Not of, now. I'm throwing hyperbole around, but scared. Like think about the fact that the U.S. companies and the U.S. will do everything to protect it because they're U.S. companies and they want the it's in their interest. But controlling so much data and controlling so much conversation around internet and controlling so much that's where the concern lay and i don't know how you split that up on a global level or how you you diversify it or remove that kind of commercial interest 
Um, but it's a real concern. Like you don't really think about how much of the internet, how much of the internet is actually, not, I don't, the term owned is wrong, but how much of the internet policy and how much of the, the development of policy in the internet is actually owned by organizations and companies with commercial interests. Yeah. How are you as a consumer? Do you go all in on being on one ecosystem or do you diversify? Uh, if you want to pass over my tinfoil hat, it's <laughs> over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you talking about like... Um, no, I'm cl- yeah, no, like I don't want you, to be a part of the well, cloud. It's like, yeah, no, so I'm like, yeah, uh, I use like this browser. I've, I've developed my own browser. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know I, I know people like that. I'm not, that's why I joke about the tinfoil hat. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of like... I mean, you've got a Google home. My God, my God, my life is so boring. Like if you want to spy on me, Jesus Christ, you'll see photos, go on my Instagram, you'll see photos of my dog, see alcohol, food. It's not even exciting food. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. boring. Then what are the people that say, oh, I don't know about that? Like what are they... Then I don't think they're hiding anything. I just don't want to preface yeah, I don't they're think just- they're actually hiding. I think there's a genuine concern. I'm just not overly vocal. So no, I don't mm. develop... I, I'm pro, like I love Google, but mm-hmm. I'm still consciously aware of how, you know... Potential, I don't want to say bad they are, but yeah. how potentially bad they are. And, right. they have, and they, they have, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they have the potential to be bad, but they're not. Mm. But under under all of it, like there's a lot of a lot of data. Like there was a report released that, that Google knows more about you than, you know, gov, than security agencies. Yeah. Australian security agencies know about their own people that Google knows more about them um, or Apple or, you know, or any of those companies. Mm. I, my life's boring. I don't, you know, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm conscious of it. I'm not very vocal about you know, yeah. um, you know, secure your browser. Use you know incognito. Don't send ad. I love I love ads. I actually love ad ad tracking. I love. I think it's. I think I'm one of those few people that. Um, I hate ads, but I also mm-hmm. love ads in the sense that. I love. I don't have an ad blocker. I never use mm-hmm. ad blockers. I love my ads, and I like my ads because they're normally targeted towards me, and that's yeah. what I like. I like targeted advertising. I like seeing going. Oh, this is actually really interesting, rather than seeing you know. And that's the difference between using something like watching a video on YouTube. Uh, full disclosure: I have YouTube Premium, so I, I think that ads. I'm very similar. I don't but, use a an ad blocker, but I have YouTube Premium. Yeah, and but, the pre-roll is the most annoying, I reckon, out of the. But I, I find. See, this is the thing. I find like if I'm watching Ten Play as an uh-huh. example, their pre-roll is so boring because it's yeah. just generic shit whereas uh-huh. if i watch a youtube pre-roll mm-hmm. and it's i don't because it's premium but if i was to watch it on my profile it's targeted towards me yeah mm. all those ads are targeted they're actually quite engaging quite interesting so i'm probably different in the sense that i'm not a general consumer that i actually mm-hmm. like advertising so that's probably my, my opinion is a little bit swayed in that i don't really i'm not really overly worried about it mm-hmm. i'm more worried about control of state i would say my, my concern would be more about state control as in government control or, or foreign state bodies with with internet control or their policy development or their their influence and more about companies and their influence from a commercial perspective um yeah so i'm neither here nor mm. there but yeah i love my google home yeah it does everything having built a business now and I'll having <laughs> having uh we don't sell your data from an employee put like you've got so many employees and i guess that sort of vision of like sticking it to the man or like doing it better what sort of empathy have you created or what have what do you think about when looking back that you're like oh man i really undervalued this thing and this is actually way harder to do i would say originally we 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 did originally delve into like an outsource support model mm-hmm. uh, and now we then undid it and i undervalued in in retrospect i undervalued the australian support i really did and now it's so valuable 
And I just just dealt with not Australian support, but I just dealt with the technical support experience with a new laptop I, I bought, and it was woeful. Mm. Like really, I was th- really disappointed. Um, and it and it as I said at the very start of the conversation, it's not till you need you don't know until you need it. Um, yeah, that's the probably the, is that is that kind of yeah, answer yeah, the yeah. question is that what the kind of answer yeah. you're looking for? Like it's that what I what I look back now and say why mm. the hell do we even even try to go to yeah. to you know parts of India or parts of Manila or parts of Malo- you know to do or Philippines to do support like why do we even try that? Mm. Why do we waste a year and a half, two years of time, rather than doing what we did after the fact and building an Australian team? And why don't we do that to like those two mm. years prior? But I suppose it's lessons you have to learn. Like you would never have come to that point yeah, unless exactly. you knew that. It's learning the hard yeah. way at that point. Yeah. It really is. It really is. And it's, it goes back to like the principle. I, I say I learn stuff every day. Mm. I learn things every day. Uh, mate, before we uh, let you go, uh, my two, two questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know you need to be left alone to eat We those. should actually <laughs> get, there's a, there's a great, um, the bacon seasoning stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like plant-based or whatever. But I just feel Thanks like. Thanks for that. Yeah, I'm not dairy, uh, dairy intolerant. But but, no, but I think that like it's, you need something nice. on those. Yeah, yeah, you do. You need what is wrong with wholesome <laughs> green vegetables? Do you, like, if you actually like the flavor, then it's good. Are you cool with it? <laughs> you, that's a, that was judging. That was a judging. Judge. But no, so but are you we can, cool with your boring uh, <laughs> green and vegetables. But yeah. I reckon like the, there's yeah there's bacon seasoning. Oh yeah, bacon makes everything better. Yeah, like, and it's like and it's not even yeah, bacon. it's like it's, it's, it's probably, ethical bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Flavor. Yeah. Um, two Sorry, two questions. Uh, domains. You guys sell them. We sell them. Who owns? Like who 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 owns it? Like how's that work? Domains are never owned by you. You never own the domain. You, Mate, you, I own a couple. What are you talking you about? No, you don't. You, <laughs> don't. you what? lease the what? you lease the rights to use it yeah. theoretically. Uh, yes, um, they're not. They're, it's basically think of it like a just a giant database of names. Essentially, it's not mm. owned by anybody. Um, it's a lease agreement between you and the I would say the authority body that runs, not even the registry provider. So not mm-hmm. even the technical services provider who actually provide the technical, you know, registry mm. database and, and whatnot that goes involved with that. But the actual policy, like whoever like for example in AU. .com.au .com.au .net.au .gov.au Did you know that existed? And now there's dot, like the .au thing. That's, .au that's, direct registration. That is controversial, right? It's 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 yeah. It's controversial. I'm going to be... I, You're I'm on a board. Of, I'm on an out of board. So I'm an out of director. I'm also a registrar. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I have conflicting opinions. Mm-hmm. I primarily think to, to generalize it... Um, I'll get to your, your question. To generalize it, I think it's needed. I think mm-hmm. we need to evolve. We are like one of two established CC TLDs, country code TLDs, like... .tv. Which yeah, is an island. Which is an island. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know off the top of my head where it yeah, is, no, but it no. is an island. Uh, but we are one of the... one. There's only like two that are left that aren't we're one of them that aren't direct registration or mm-hmm. directly at dot dot so you can get dot au you don't mm-hmm. have to comma au or net au yeah um it's needed for, mm-hmm. for both an evolution and stimulation and i think it, I, a shorter name is always better yeah having a shorter name but it's also if you want to really bore yourself go read a lot of the policy around what it's meant to stand for i think it's important because it's actually at the moment to get a comma au or a net au you need to be a um a business have an ABN and ACN mm-hmm. or yeah. trademark and there's a lot of eligibility there with .au the current proposed policy around it around the direct registration is that you have to just have an Australian presence mm-hmm. that is important about getting mm-hmm. Australians online and about giving Australians a I suppose a piece of real estate to to stake their claim for their digital real estate to represent that they're Australian mm. that's important because at the moment the only way to do it is a .au Jesus Christ. A dot <laughs> IT, this is why. A dot ID.au domain, 
um, which is confusing. You didn't mm-hmm. know what it is. No one knows no, what it is. Whereas if you have a .au and you create a place, if .au was was in in terms of a policy standpoint was meant to be like for like for a comma or a net mm-hmm. with the same eligibility, I'd be like, no, nah, it's not going to be worth it. But considering it's being developed to be a place where you just have to have an Australian presence, meaning you can get it without an ABN as long as you've got an Australian, what Australian presence means is a legal document that mm-hmm. that describes it. It's all in development. Go to Outer's website if you're really bored and, and read the policy framework and submit suggestions and, um, and engagement. This is about community and stakeholder engagement. Um, that is important about getting Australians online and giving them a place because at the moment, Australians who want to be online will go and pick a com, will go pick a .co, will go pick a .other TLD if they can't get a .com.au because they don't have an ABN. And so, so when you're on a board... Sorry, hang on. Who gets the cash? Who gets the cash for a .com.au? Uh, I mean, reg- I send it to you. You but, send it to uh, me. We pay. You guys- we pay the. We pay uh, the registry provider, which is the technical services provider, uh, in in .au space, and then that's split. There is a fee that goes. They split the fee. They take a fee for their technical operations, and then part of it goes to AUDA, the .au Domain Administrator, um, which is a non for profit. Um, that's the the board that I'm on. I'm a director mm-hmm. of that board. Um, they govern. Dot au policy they oh, it's complex isn't it yeah, it's yeah. very complex they do compliance for dot au they protect dot au um and they represent they're, they're not a government they're a government in gotta be as a director I put my correct phrasing hat on yeah. they're a government endorsed i think government endorsed body they've got a letter of endorsement essentially mm-hmm. from the government that they can operate the AUTLD for australia so they're the policy development body. So part of it goes to them for policy development, for marketing, for for registrars on the back end so that we we can market .au and convince Australians to go and buy .au domain. Or com- I, say, mm-hmm. I say AU, I talk everything in AU. So com.au, net.au. Um, and then part of it goes to policy development, part of it goes to stakeholder engagement, et cetera. And then the registry is a commercial service, services provider that... Um, take the money and obviously mm. they have team they have a team of i think it's 25 in in melbourne um as well as a overseas or an overseas company they're a u.s company that now has the tender um and they have a u.s operations as well but that goes to them they support the australian the australians in their business we primarily we registrars deal primarily with their australian team um which is one of the fundamentals about you know as part of the which which went to tender like two years ago mm. um and they, that's where they won it um so yeah, so yeah, that's where the money fundamentally mm-hmm. goes, and then that that then goes to the upkeep of you want know, to talk DNS gets an upkeep of the root name servers, so that the fact that you type www dot pornhub dot com that's the only example you got to into your browser, and I mean the point where it transverses before it connects to the hosting provider to give you the content, that's all managed simplistically by that registry services mm-hmm. provider. So yeah. keeping all that yeah. up. Is that their job? So you're, yeah, you're you're paying for that. That that's what you're paying for. Did you have to learn to be a board director? Like what? Because I guess you have a, you have to communicate the board message. I do am, you feel? Or I feel like I'm like the. I think I am the youngest on the board. Uh-huh. I have no that we have we have a really strong board of mm-hmm. really great directors, um, directors with a lot of experience in in professional directorship and and corporate governance and stuff. And I'm kind of like rock up in a t-shirt <laughs> and jeans, and I'm like. I'm like, cool. I'm like, no idea. Yeah. Like this whole, I mean, and I said, I said at the start of the conversation, what we're, what we're doing and what I do day to day is pretty much what they do day to day mm-hmm. in the sense that it's the whole corporate governance thing. I just don't have the words yeah. to say, mm. this is transparency. This is, you know, accountability. Like we're saying, be faithful, act faithfully, yeah. be, tra- you know, 
be honest and open. Nothing's all transparency. I just don't label it transparency. Yeah. So yeah, I feel that I coming into that. That's a that was I was on the board. I I think November was our first um, October was our first board meeting. So it's still fairly fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the first thing that ever in the corporate sense that I've done like that. Yeah, I had to learn. Yeah, I had to learn. And I've got a good board. I know I've got a really supportive directors around me that are aware of this. And I'm the only one that comes with direct. Well, I don't want to short play, but direct register direct current. Um, experience in the industry. Mm-hmm. So Raymar's not on the board? Raymar is not on <laughs> no, the board. Um, right. One last domain question. Go for it. Uh, oh, did you answer your other question? Yeah, you yeah, did. I did. Well, no, no, on no, the .au thing very quickly. Cause that's the, a fair question. Yeah, the, on the, cause it's, cause it's an interesting one because from my perspective or when I think about it, it's like .au requires businesses to have two more domain, like has have an extra domain. So if you've got bigmediacompany.com, Dot au. au, then you would want to get big media company. Dot au. au, and so I think like, and that's been like the because fr- there was the friction, it was very yeah. like a contentious issue because what uh, there was one side which was saying, hey, it's going to cost more for yeah, you're going to have to yeah, yeah. do de- defensive registrations, but it also makes sense from a venture IP point of view that you want like having another product to sell yeah, yeah. like it's another product it's it's from a standpoint or a commercial standpoint it is another product it's about stimulating mm-hmm. the economy and going oh people can get a, a .au domain mm-hmm. um, but in other cases where CCTLD direct registration has gone ahead I know that there's a lot of talk about defensive registration um, but it's actually probably like at 20% 10% like it's actually mm-hmm. not as big an issue well in, in past cases I think .nz is an example I might be wrong it's either .nz or .uk that they were very concerned about the defensive registration in the direct mm-hmm. regro, but primarily the strings that exist in the direct regro aren't the same as the, the existing CoNZ. They're different, mm-hmm. and that's what I think. I think there is definitely a concern with the with the defensive registration argument, but I also think in the same vein, it's if you get the policy right and you get the eligibility right and you get the you know the the I'm trying to think of the actual word, the allocation right for people with existing rights. Mm-hmm. So like existing ComAU, NetAU holders to be able to claim their stake first. If you get that all right, I don't think you're going to see a lot of defensive registration. Yeah. And there's no mm-hmm. need fundamentally. It's meant to be the same way you wouldn't defend, um, you might have a dot mm-hmm. media domain, but yeah. the same way you don't, not everyone, like everyone thought new TLDs are just a cash grab, yeah. which is like the dot media dot show. Well, we've got like the daily talk show.com and we've got the daily talk dot show and the daily talk show.com.au. But I love buying domain names. I love buying yeah. domain <laughs> names. It, um, buy but the bigger <laughs> question is, is it good for SEO? Well, no, yeah, uh, from an SEO background, no, <laughs> well, I think I don't, I'm not an SEO expert. But well, I, I think, think that's like a, the interesting thing in regards to like domain names, which is like, why do you need to have a top level domain i think um, it's changed a lot i think google's changed they're like mm-hmm. ranking other them algorithm the actual domain name has become less important and it's more about content mm-hmm. um and content and how you deliver it and i think mobile and accessibility is more important than what string you use mm-hmm. um having said that though everyone was concerned with new tlds going but it's going to be a defensive registration game mm-hmm. but you know you haven't gone out and got dot media uh-huh. or dot you know yeah, yeah, sure. every single string we uh-huh. haven't yeah. um you can go i nearly ha- like for i am probably an edge case where case where i have in regards to thinking about ideas yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we've got to so the, yeah domain. my final question is go for it do you have any seriously great domains that you own personally not a years because i'm not allowed to because i'm a registrar oh, you can't mm-hmm. own a I, I can, I can dot- own my own personal one but what about a dot com I can't power- yeah, yeah. Have you got a powerful dot com that you own? You've never bought one, or yeah, not a powerful busy. one? Not a power. I, I think I've got like really cool ones. I'm like, oh, that's a really cool. What's idea. a cool one that you got? 
Oh, you can't tell us. I can tell. I can tell. I'm trying to think. Now you put me on the spot. I could pull up my portfolio. Could my you portfolio is there. How many you got? How many do you reckon you have? Fifty. I, I have about the same. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. Not can a you? Because is anyone making any cash off selling domains these days? From selling. Yeah. In the aftermarket, still yes. From monetizing, so having them advert, like having a your, you know, mm-hmm. all your resting domains you have in your portfolio, mm-hmm. monetizing them, so putting up advertising and that, yeah. no. Yeah. But from selling them, there is mm-hmm. still money to be made in aftermarket sales. Mm. Like, you know, if you've got a, a string that you own. I don't, I have a very, con- like, I, I'm not a, I'm very anti domain, even though I do warehouse. Sitting. Sitting. Yeah. Uh, domain parking, yeah. parking domain um, aftermarket sales. I hate mm-hmm. it. Like I, I would, I would be pro a. Uh, I think it would need a lot more development and work. But I would be pro a use case that you mm-hmm. don't. If you don't use it, you you lose the right. To yeah, it. I would. I would yeah, use a lot of my domains. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as a registrar, I'm like, no, that's a bad thing because I like you want people to register them and keep yeah, renewing yeah. them. Yeah. But then, in terms of like as a internet community and actually mm-hmm. giving people and going, oh no, I have to register. Um, I want to register Victor Victor Cafe or Victor mm-hmm. Crescent Cafe, but I can't. So I have to register that cafe on victorcrescent.com.au. That uh, is a sh- that is shitty. Like you should if you're not great, using yeah. that. And then for that per, for that to go, oh, and if that domain is not actually being used, mm-hmm. and then going, oh, but you, I'll sell it to you for ten grand. Yeah. I'm kind of like. If you don't use it, you shouldn't have it. It's I a probably shouldn't it's have a bought move Australian to... podcast ranker. I probably shouldn't have got. <laughs> At least offer it to them. We should offer it to them. I did. I did once. I a gym wouldn't uh, made me pay two hundred bucks um, to cancel when they said they wouldn't, and so I got their dot com and did the story, but. Did it do anything? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, That's yeah, good. Yeah. That's it, w- it worked, it but it's probably it's probably Extortion not. Usually it's works. Not, it's probably no, not. No, ethical. Do you put their story up, but then they don't buy it off you? And yeah, well, so no. So they yeah. So they said uh, all I wanted was my two hundred bucks back, and so they they did that. But I I realised that it's uh, yeah. I took took all the website stuff down, and I don't have yeah, the domain yeah, yeah. name anymore. But uh, yeah, that was a, a, a very common. That's a good story for you. I want to see you do your fault your portfolio before we go, just to. You know, see yeah, how see that goes. Domain, but, um, we could do some domain name trading. We could do domain name trading. I would, I would enjoy like that. Pin trading. <laughs> we should do. Like, you know, you go to Disneyland and they like have yeah, pins yeah. and they're like big on the pin oh, trading. Definitely. We should do like start a domain yeah. trading. Well, I, I reckon I would have some that you would want. Well, well let's discuss it, mate. Thank you so much for having us. No, thank you so much for your time. Like you guys, yeah. are awesome to have a, have a chat. And I. I love talking and I appreciate you guys coming all this way. I mean, and also like well, the cool, like such a cool office. Thank you. And like, uh, I'm sure that you guys are going to be on those like great place to work. Like, is that a thing that you're trying to we do? Did. We won. We yeah. won a, we won a, um, a great place. Correct me. Uh, way, uh, employer of choice oh, amazing an employer of choice award which is fantastic awesome. yeah um and we had a piece in the herald sun uh-huh. i mean it, the saddest part about the entire thing is that i was the only one who could read the article because i realized i had a uh a subscription, subscription. <laughs> um, <laughs> if so you had a sad realization that i have a news corp subscription um i was like well i get to read the article about myself um so one person got to read it so we had that and it's but it's not it's not just about that it's not Mm-hmm. it's literally genuinely about and I say it and it's cliche but it's about 
I can't answer every support ticket. A, I'm rusty and can't, but the volume I can't do. Mm-hmm. The best way that I can just take- Just from 97, just trying just to update shit. I just updated it. I don't know why I broke. Um, the best way that I can make sure that, that customers, my customers, our customers are taken care of is to take care of the people who are taking care of the customers. Yeah. And that's my team. Yeah. That's where the principle comes from. Plus, it's not completely altruistic. I hate having to bring packed lunches and I want to be in a place where I love and actually feel comfortable and want to spend time and- I build it not just for me, but I build it for everyone else in the hope that we foster that and foster mm. that belief and that foster that passion. So yeah. thank you once again for coming. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, it's no, amazing. I'm going to smash the rest of you. You're on keto. Are you going to want some pickies? No, no, no. I'm fine. <laughs> and then I'm going to go on the swing. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll do. And then there's an indoor swing. Do you reckon I'll vomit if I eat at the pie within 30 seconds? Absolutely. And then try and go on the swing? Angelo, thanks so much. Thank you. We should definitely get you on. I feel like... This is the start yeah, of Yeah, uh, you can come check out our uh, tiny little office. Yeah, exactly. Studio Just setup. talking it's IT. Good. I like a studio. I Any other ISP questions? Alarm stars. I'm thinking I'm thinking a t shirt with a cable and a shark biting it and it's saying, Ouch, my internet. Do you oh, like that? That's good. Oh, yeah, I like that domain. It's a daily talk show. If you enjoyed the show, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys. <laughs>